0: Kings and Queens, welcome to another Real Stuff podcast. This is your Julie Franco. Today, we have a very important guest, uh, none other than Miss uh, Neander Elmka. She is our returning guest because uh, she was here two weeks ago, and today she's going to continue with more about money, but she's going to go in deeper depths. Uh, This is your very own sports, music, and lifestyle podcast with Flavius and Franco. Welcome. Yes, we're back uh, with the Real Stuff Podcast. Uh, Flavius is on the line. Uh, Greetings, Flavius. Uh, Good day, good day, good day all, good day all. Listeners, viewers, but today we have a returning guest her name is nianda helmka and she's going to talk to us yes you remember her she told us about uh, the richest man in babylon those books i hope you want to get (laughs) yours so this morning we have nianda once again with us greetings nianda how are you doing
1: Hi, how are you doing?
0: I am great. I am great.
1: And you? I'm doing good. I'm doing very, very good. Right. Thank you so much for having me back.
0: It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Always a pleasure when it comes to money. Because we know they say it's a rich man's <laughs> world. But it has to come yep. to us. We don't want to trickle down no
1: more. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Exactly. I had a trickle um, down economy. Yeah, yeah, I and and that's why we're here. So I'm very thankful to God for bringing us together to being in this right place in the right time, and for all our listeners to be able to have the ears, to have this information, and to receive this information and do something with it that will help to change their lives. So, amen to that. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, we we want to pick up where we left off. I know the last thing Flavius was saying to me was um. Uh, well, one of the things that stood out to me when he asked about acquiring money, and we talk about the priest who was on the rooftop when the flood came. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and um, so what are the things and what are the attitudes towards where we are when it comes to how we acquire wealth? How can we acquire wealth? How can we acquire money? Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, take it away. Tell us, how can we acquire
1: Wealth. So, money then
0: wealth. How can we acquire money then wealth?
1: Right. So the first thing hi Flavius.
0: Flavius. Hi. I just kinda It's deep, oh, deep, okay. deep. He's deep, <laughs> deep down there in Jamaica.
1: Deep. Deep in nice warm Jamaica. <laughs> so uh, we Flavius and I actually was we were talking in another panel discussion about building communities versus building infrastructure mm-hmm. and what's the difference communities are more wholesome and sustainable and building infrastructure. If the people aren't really understanding of what the infrastructure is for or what it's going to do for them, then it's not sustainable. And one of the most amazing things that I've found in my job of helping people to acquire wealth is attitude. Um, And that's why I tell the story about the priest because the priest, could have seen the opportunities that were given to him as they came over and over and over again. Uh-huh. But he had a different type of attitude and a mentality towards how his help was going to come about. So I, I like that story because it shows us that we help our, um, we get help by helping ourselves Absolutely. and that it's totally in our hands. Absolutely. Um, if you want things in your life to change, you have to change things in your life. So that's the first thing is to acknowledge that you are the one who is going to change your life.
0: Uh True, true.
1: So it doesn't matter if you are, you know, cleaning drains or selling coconut water. Everybody has the opportunity to acquire wealth. And for some of us, it might start small because we're starting with maybe a small amount of money. Uh But I think that intentionality is extremely important. So if you have a job, you have the opportunity to, to make well. So some people might say, well, you know, I live hand to mouth. You know, I, I don't have enough money to go around. I, I don't have enough money to save. I, how do I start if I have every last dollar is accounted for? So I would say to that person that you can actually start off with what you have by t- putting aside 10% Like we talked about the last time the 10% rule yes. um, A minimum of 10% You won't really miss 10 cents out of a dollar mm-hmm. And that can start you in the right direction So that's the first thing If you don't have employment um, I'm talking about people who are starting from the the ground ground level Is to figure out really what you're good at And to be intentional about creating opportunities for yourself within that field of what you're good at. So maybe you might be good at washing clothes. Maybe you might be good at talking to people. Maybe you might be good at you. Everybody's good at something. Yes. That's so true. take that and you, yeah, take that and use it and capitalize with it so you can generate some funds when you get the money. That's the other thing is how do we teach people how to keep money? And that's why I like the 10% rule mm-hmm. because that 10% rule will help you to To put things to put things into perspective, like okay, I have to start to plan for my future as well. But that uh, and I like ten Mm -hmm. percent is also a biblical a
0: biblical thing as well. You know, remember they say you're supposed to give ten percent of your earnings uh, Mm -hmm. to Mm tide. So
1: yes,
0: right. Yeah, so it's from a biblical thing.
1: It, it it is and, and actually a lot of these principles you can trace them back to biblical scripture. Yes. There is also the the time of um, plenty and the time of drought. Yes. This yes. is the story of this is the story of Joseph when he became um Pontifer's, not Pontifer, when he became the Pharaoh's right hand after he worked for Ponipher, he talked about recession. <laughs> if people really realized that he said, Okay, Pharaoh had a dream. And in this dream, there were five, no, seven years of plenty. Basically, he he translated the dream to seven years of plenty and seven years of drought. Drought, yeah. And the drought is actually the recession time. So uh, Joseph showed Pharaoh how to prepare and plan for famine and and when the recession takes place, and that became. One of the ways that Egypt became the, the powerful force that it was. Mm-hmm. We can still apply that to our to today's time. Because what Joseph did using the principle of com- compound interest was take a third of everything that was made during the time of plenty mm-hmm. and then put it aside. What do most people do when they get money? And this is the this goes back to attitude and mindset. What is the first thing you do when you get extra money? I bought shoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and that, I went to the shopping spree. That have me
0: thinking, have me thinking It going lead up to discipline. Because we have right. to discipline ourselves. Right. Are we going to save that 10%? Are we going to let it grow right. or instead of just put it down and tomorrow we'll go back for it?
1: Right. That's right. It. right. So the, the the discipline is a part of it. And also mindset is a part of it uh-huh. is a bigger part of it because it's, it's what it, what do you think when you have this money? So now I automatically tell myself, if somebody gives me a hundred dollars for a contract, let's just throw a number out there. To me, I tell myself, okay, I made $90 because that $10 dollars does the, all right. that doesn't exist. All right. That doesn't exist. Right. That's cool. So That's we want to make, right, good. right. That's we want to, cool. re- really make sure that so if you know you want a hundred dollars for yourself then you you plan for a hundred and ten dollars. You know? Yeah, but yeah. most of the time, most of us we tell ourselves, Oh, when I get this money, it's all gonna go towards this or that or the other. Uh-huh. The second thing, please nobody come for me. <laughs> when I say this, because well, you, you know, <laughs> I, well, you know some people. <laughs> I don't want nobody come from me. Meaning, like I, I'm telling you what works, but some people might disagree. Look, okay. I'm the one with the six mm. the six figure income, so um, please, you know, this is what has worked. Okay. When it comes to paying bills, you do not pay your bills first.
0: Really, and that might
1: rub, pe- yeah, that might rub people some a lot of people actually the wrong way mm. because people what happens is that people get very nervous about bills and they feel like they have to pay their bills Mm -hmm. so when you pay your bills first then you start to feel a little bit of resentment like man all right i have all my bills paid but now i have nothing over for myself Mm -hmm. so you pay that's why you pay yourself first take that 10 percent, and you put that for yourself first Mm -hmm. because that generates a Feeling that generates a positive feeling towards the money, mm. and then when if if you don't have enough to pay your bills, um, what people actually find out, or what I've found out, is that once I pay myself first, I'm able to pay my bills anyway. Um, I figure out a way to pay my bills because then I'm forced to get creative about other income sources.
0: Mm. So you you feed so, and you, you basically pay yourself ten percent. After yeah. earning. All right, all right. Sound good, yeah. sound good. And the reason why I'm uh, yeah. the reason I, why I... I actually heard that somewhere before, though,
1: Franco. a very serious way.
0: I recently, recently just just, just <laughs> got that information from a friend of mine in Trinidad. And he was telling Ooh. me okay. good. that when you have a company, Franco, if you're not paying yourself, then it's not a company. Any business no, you, right. you have to pay yourself 10%. Yeah. That's
1: the right, starting exactly. point. You start yourself. Exactly. You're exactly. You starting with that, point,
0: if you I can mean, I mean, I mean, it's a mistake that a lot of us make through through life, you know, especially on your own business,
1: uh-huh.
0: you know, you wrap up, you wrap up whatever you are doing, your expenses along with the company. So you don't,
1: you don't pay yourself at all. Uh-huh. To mm-hmm. work, exactly. Working, working for nothing really exactly mm-hmm. exactly and you know when you're just yeah. starting out sometimes that's the reality you know you have to figure out what you know maybe you can give yourself a, a, a stick of chewing gum maybe an, a, a, a bottle of coke that's your payment mm-hmm. <laughs> because you know some, sometimes you have like certain financial goals within your development that you want to reach and I I don't recommend that for everyone because not everybody is at that level And so I like 10% because 10% is easy and it's nice. It gets you into the habit Mm -hmm. of creating the discipline of saving and investing. Yes, yes, yes. So once you get into that habit, then you start to reprioritize your money in a different direction. Mm -hmm. And then you can start to save 20, 15% or or more, 15 or 20 or 30% even. so so that's another thing is not to, to, to figure out how to pay your bills after you pay yourself. We actually do a lot of negotiating with our bank creditors. We don't have a lot of credit at the moment, we, which makes our net worth high. Um, and so, you know, I encourage everybody to get advised about what is credit and what is liability so that you increase your buying power. So that's the, that's the fourth thing to increase your buying power by minimizing your 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 debt. So, um, you know, if you, ha- you have your bills, let's say you have your rent, you know, you have food, you have your typical living expenses. Um, figure out a way to make that not the majority or a high percentage of what you earn. Um, of course, like me, I work at home, so my office space is also my home space, yeah. and so that 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 can be tax deductible. For example, now I'm talking about a little bit more um, intricate way of financing. But for if for somebody who's just starting out, you want to really really look at how you can cut your overhead costs.
0: So yeah. everybody
1: has these leakages, and I think the taxman said
0: if that space, as long as the space is a six by six. That's it. That's, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't consider right. office space in your house. So six by six. Anyway. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Here it's, um, it's done by, um, square meters, I think. Mm-hmm. So I have, I, I use the biggest space as my office space. My mm-hmm. husband I share an office space in the living room at the moment and that works very well. Okay. But we also have other properties. So it's really 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 important for us to minimize our overhead expenses at this time. Uh-huh. We don't even have a car. Yeah. <laughs> and people look at us like we're crazy, but you know, the bus runs every and it's 365 days out of the year directly in front of our home. So you don't need it all we don't I mean, really need, you a, need
0: car. a bicycle no if you not want really to, you know get somewhere down the yeah road,
1: yeah we have how many bikes we have we have three bikes yeah we can be in the city in 15 minutes make a little bit of exercise on the way there and but people look at us like we're crazy when we tell us what when we tell them what we have in our bank account their eyes pop open like wow I really have to rethink mm. what. <laughs> what's important to me I mean that's the other thing Define what's a liability and what's an expense okay. So we don't We don't have a lot of Like expensive clothes Well I have a lot of expensive Things when it comes for winter Because you know I'm a Caribbean girl I can't be cold, cold I don't do cold okay, um, So awesome. that's for me that's an investment, right? Mm. I have to be warm when I leave my home because I like to be comfortable. So that's something that I consider an investment. Mm. A car for me is a liability. If it don't make money, it don't make sense.
0: Okay. I'm
1: not driving taxi, so that's gonna be. <laughs> so but, to if, if, if,
0: if you were doing like delivery, now, right? You would you'd what buy right. or lease a car? Which one is best? Say delivery. You, yeah. So you you you, had also, you know you had a, a company in your home for uh-huh. you the deliveries but you're not using ups to just drop it off down around the corner you can't just uh, that's a, a good point or drive that's a good point based on the the, the, the the weight you might have to drive it around the corner go drop it off when i say around the corner like a mile or two would you lease a car or buy a car which one is best
1: um for germany since Oil is, I mean, sorry, not oil, gas is a little, it it depends on a couple of things. So, um, what's, what's the return on investment for the vehicle? Uh Um, um, what, yeah, like if I'm doing deliveries, if it's to to deliver within a certain mile radius, um, we have a pretty good delivery system here and there are a lot of options. Uh So, um, I would have to say it really depends on the scale, what you're delivering, okay. how often you're delivering it, mm-hmm. and is it tax deductible? Is mm-hmm. it tax deductible? So, so people who are running companies who are listening in right now have to really listen and pay attention to what is tax deductible at the end of the year. I encourage everybody as much as possible to have some kind of tax deductible setup, because that's where the real money is, Mm -hmm. is what what you can get return on your tax. And I know it's different per country. Mm -hmm. So it's it's worth a while to invest in doing a little bit of research on what you can do to have tax deductions for for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I have my, I registered my company so that things that I buy, who I can, that I can take off of my my company name yeah. can be the board I was just coming to that uh,
0: too. I was just coming to mm-hmm. that too. Because from what I was told that if you have the company register, you can basically use that company to, to, to purchase stuff uh, because you're you're, right. you're, you're, you're basically, it's at home. It's at home. It's a mm-hmm. home-based business. Exactly. So all your utility bills, everything has to come under it because. Right. You're right.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So if you go exactly. there and buy some liquid soap uh, just to wash your mm-hmm. dishes, is the company. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? Right, you right. Exactly, exactly. Because the receipt, you know, right. all of those when the tax... Because I'm told that the tax code is not difficult. It's how we look at it. Uh,
1: no, there are even apps that you can actually download per country that can uh-huh. help you with that. I know we recently started doing our taxes ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but we live in a social we live in a social country. So a lot of these things, we have a lot of taxes. So there's are dif- different, tax brackets. When and a we social, fall into the-
0: when you say social, is it the system, mm-hmm. the social system, like, social social, system, like yeah. socialism?
1: Yeah, it's a little bit socialism. It it's a social system where mm-hmm. there are, there free healthcare, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, there's free education. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there, um, there, you know, there's free there's a lot of investment in uh social infrastructural issues uh, uh, social infrastructural activities okay. so you have things for children you have things for mothers you have things for everybody <laughs> under yeah. the government <clears throat>
0: it's, budget. It's, here, it's here in America but they don't call it socialism they call it um where call it again? <laughs> um, Welfare? Yeah. <laughs> not 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 welfare alone, but um I can't uh-huh. remember. I can't, you see, because I'm I'm not using it. But but uh-huh. but but when you mention socialism to Americans, they think it's communism coming at them. Yes.
1: <laughs> because candidates just last election.
0: Just like yeah, candidates recently last election seat yesterday because ads were running yeah. about them being socialists.
1: And oh, right, yeah, right right. Well, yeah, you know, America Yeah, uh, the, the the thing with America And Germany is that Germany has adopted A lot of capitalist uh-huh. um, uh, Ways of Dealing with business because, you know We have a very, very large industrial automobile Market, uh-huh. and so That works very well However, I think because of, uh, One of the things is It's, it's an older nation, so They've gone through a lot in terms of What it is that they want to see For the community and for the country on a whole sure. And so um, The people themselves Have a greater, a better understanding As to the benefits of high tax okay. So okay. Your, Our tax brackets Can go as high as 30% mm. um, But you get The benefits of the taxes So like I said there's free health care And it's a pretty good health care system mm. You don't pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for a college education like you would in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and and for every child born here, the parents are entitled to a certain amount of money from the state for that child care. Mm-hmm. Even though we have other systems in place for education and so forth. There's something called Kindergeld, which is money for the child, right? And you get that every month until the child is 18. Whoa. It doesn't matter what yeah, you don't, don't matter. And that's why Germany is so attractive for foreigners. You know, yes. that's one of the big things. Actually, like people come here, and I mean, I, I'm not about that life, but yeah, it's, it's pretty good and it's comfortable. Yeah. You know, certain things I know um, to this point, actually. Maybe that might change during certain things that have happened. But yes. yeah, I have two children. Those children yeah. have a certain amount of money that are going to be coming in until they turn 18. That's good. Um, that's good. I, I mean, I'm not against yeah. a, a country that that
0: look after their, their their children and their elderly. I'm not against that.
1: Right. Right. Because, uh, right. Of course not.
0: Because you have to have a healthy society in order for for it to produce. Mm-hmm. And without that, mm-hmm. you need education. You know, you have to have a, a, right. a healthy, educated yeah. set of people for for the the, the, the country that's to, that's to produce. That is similar in in Canada and in and in UK, right? And also in yes. Sweden. Also in Sweden, it's the same exactly. in Sweden as yeah. well. Yeah, it's yeah. just America. I don't know what you know these people are. Well, their The thing
1: is. <laughs> well, the thing is with America and what our Germany is starting to slowly start to increase its philosophy towards as well is that there is a social divide within this within the country in terms of is this actually helping the country because believe it or not we have something as poor German youth so where even in even though there is money for the child and money for the home and money for people who can't work or, or, or are in unemployed, you know, these people are taken care of by the system, there is still this growing philosophy that if you do that, you create a lazy nation and people are not inclined or feeling the motivation to go to work. And so you, it makes the country attractive for um, people or immigrants or people from outside to come and take advantage of that system just so that they can live off of the system. And I think that is why in the States, I mean, nobody comes for me. Nobody come for me. All right, I just, I'm just telling you what the statistics show. <laughs> but I think that that's what happens in the States when it comes to, you know, conservatives versus liberal. Some people feel like, well, we don't want welfare because welfare promotes laziness. And so a lot of people are start, well, not a lot, but the, the 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 idea is starting to become more and more popular since two thousand fifteen that we want to stop this social system because it's becoming um, a, a detriment instead of a help. And so, you know, I, I, it has certainly helped me to adjust because I just couldn't come here and start working like I thought I would. But the moment I was able, I mean, when I first came here, I was delivering newspapers, you know? <laughs> I didn't have no big time job like the career I had back home. Wonderful. But I did, I, I did my job because I believe that work, good work ethic mm-hmm. and doing anything, no matter what, I, what it is that I do, will help me to stay into that space and place of earning my own money to build my empire. That's my, that's always been my goal. And so I didn't get it mixed up or twisted about, okay, I have government money. Now I could just kick my feet up. No, because that's not, that's not me. That's not what I'm about. And I know that there are people who come here for better opportunities who think the same way. However, there are people, who are from here and who are not from here who come here to who live here and just live off of the system. And so um, how do we make the determination between a poverty mindset where I just live off of the state and a wealth mindset where I, I, I'm, I'm in a bad place, I, I have to get my government stance, or I have to go down to the we have job center here and you go and you collect your money. How do I get from there to where I really want to be, which is a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. Okay, so that's okay. what we help people to do is, you know, So I, I understand that, that they have that in the States. And there's also stigma, you know, there, mm-hmm. there are stigmas that are attached to this kind of this social system where people feel too proud actually to go to the, the welfare office and ask for help. Um, or, or people don't want them, other people to know that they have had to ask the government for help. But that's what it's there for. That's why you pay your taxes. And so um, we had a major breakthrough within our company when we um, had our first, uh, well, not our first, our, the only bankruptcy where we were finally able to speak honestly and openly about money. So I come back to attitude again. Are we having real open, honest conversations about money? And what are the... What are the emotions attached? Let's use that word, the emotions attached to money because that is what stops people from their success.
0: What, the emotion?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll give you an example. When, when we first started building our company in 2018, uh, 2017, the, sec- the third time around, um, we were speaking with a friend and this friend started to talk about some rich person in such a derogatory way, right? They were saying things like, oh, he greedy, and he, this never enough, and I don't know why he doesn't stop working. Maybe he liked the work, you know? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe feeling, maybe seeing the millions pile up on his bank account makes him feel good. Oh, you see, that's why I don't like rich people, because rich people never know when to stop, and all that I must see from somebody. So this kind of, um this this type of speaking is something That you hear a lot mm-hmm. Among people who don't have money yeah. But ironically want to have money <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> you know? So that's the off. thing Like, <laughs> if you, Yeah you think, You're talking bad about rich people But you want to be listed among one of them Exactly Exactly um, that is something people do unconsciously that are that I used to do unconsciously without even realizing that I was standing in my own way by even speaking in that manner.
0: Even though you have some people uh, mm-hmm. who are in that manner as well, really greedy, and will override or yes. Overwhelm yes. Any That's, or true. Everybody That's true. just to get. Uh, <laughs> You have some people that really like that; they don't care. The they, they, that's
1: true. Yeah. That's true, and and I I'm glad that you brought that up because it brings me to my next point. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why because people you know my my daughter and I are always talking. Well, why some rich people are getting richer and poor people just get poor. Um. So when I first started on my wealth journey, I started seeking out actively, consciously people who would speak to me about building wealth and building my empire. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I found out, the number one thing that I found out was that a lot of rich people don't want the competition. That's honest. You know, that's, that's, that's straight up. People will tell you, you have a lot of potential and you're going to be, you're going to be my competition soon. So why, why should I help you?
0: That's crush you, you know, i buy you out there, i crush you.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not going to help you Because you're going to be my competition Mm -hmm. And with all sincerity, that's fair And so I I made a proposal to um, uh, an ex-boss of mine And I said, look, I, um, true, I may or may not be a competition You don't know how much money I want to make Maybe it might be a little bit less But don't you think that I would help to make the world We, you and I, both have to live in a better place because i plan on doing a lot of good with the money that i make so that we can be able to rest assured with our millions that nobody's going to come and rob us or talk bad about us you know we still have to live among those the other people of the world and when when there's suffering in the world we are all responsible for that suffering mm-hmm. so i think that and he was like Hmm. Okay, I think you're ready. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think you're ready to make some money. <laughs> you know. Jeez. So the that second the thing balance. about yeah, that's 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 the, that's the tactic that he liked to use. And Man. the second thing is that rich people are honestly very very busy. I'm I'm a very busy person, and I know there are a lot of people who want advice for free. Um, uh, you know, I run my company, I have my children, and I have my husband, and I have myself I have to take care of. So I don't have a lot of time in the day to be teaching people for free, although I would like to sometimes. I'm busy running my company. When it goes, maybe I will have more time for myself. Maybe I won't. We will see. But what I found when I was looking for someone to help me build up my company was that Time was very, very key and of the essence. So I had to be very available. It doesn't matter